Hello everyone and welcome to the WW3 Podcast. My name is Will and boy is it nice to be back. With today's episode I'm going to be going into the NFL playoffs and predicting those games along with predicting the NFL awards. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are wondering why I have not been uploading recently. Well, next week there's going to be an episode that will go into detail about why that was the case. So I wanted to get a, get ahead of the game really quickly and go ahead and provide my playoff predictions from Wild Card to Super Bowl and ultimately give my thoughts on who might win the might win MVP, Offense Player of the Year, and all those other all those other really great awards. So let's get started with this by predicting the playoffs. All right, so let's start with these wildcard games. AFC, the number two seed, Kansas City Chiefs, against the number seven seed, Pittsburgh Steelers. When it came down to picking this game, ultimately it came down to kind of where these teams were in by the end of the season, right? If you've watched, if you if you watch the full season and watch some uh, these two teams play game, uh, play some of their games. The Chiefs originally did not feel like themselves. They were struggling and couldn't find it. The old, uh, it really couldn't find themselves early on and then came to fruition later on down the line, right? While the Steelers kind of struggled throughout the whole season. They were inconsistent on who they who they beat and who they lost. Like they were kind of all over the place. Ben wasn't Ben's not his normal self. Now Ben also is you know, is up there in age and is probably losing uh, you know, his power and everything. So it, it's got to be tough for the Steelers. And for Steelers, ultimately, they have to be... Of course, people are, people are going to say they, they're going to be happy to be here, which they are. They're in the playoffs. They really needed a lot to happen to get in. For the Jaguars to beat the Colts, a lot of people thought that was going to be a stretch. And then a lot of people were saying, hey, do the Chargers and Raiders just agree to tie before the game even happened? Then the game happens. You get into overtime. And literally, before Staley called that timeout, people are like, at this point, accept the tie. Accept the tie. Raiders win the game. Steelers go in. Now, Steelers, I feel like, are not as prepared for this game as the Chiefs. Just because I feel that they're more surprised that they're in this spot than anything else. So... Ultimately, I had to give this one to the Chiefs. I think the score of this one will be 35-14. Moving on. Number three seed, Buffalo Bills, against the number six seed, New England Patriots. Divisional game. Third game in here. In this series for this year. You know what? They split. So you can't say it's hard to beat a team three times. That, that cannot happen here. Right, what came down to this decision for me was experience at the quarterback spot, because ultimately both teams have experience on that roster. But if you look at the quarterbacks, Josh Allen has been to the playoffs. Mac Jones have has it, and that's obvious because he's a rookie. But ultimately, when you think about this, Mac Jones is going to have a great game. I think he's he's gonna good. He's gonna be good, and try to keep his team within 
within this game. And a big reason of that is because Tredavious White is out for the Buffalo Bills, and they're down their best corner. That is going to help the Patriots in a big way. However, I don't think that's going to be enough for the Patriots to win it. I've got the Bills 27-24. Moving on to the number four seed Cincinnati Bengals against the number five seed Las Vegas Raiders. For this game, a lot went into considering this game. You can't really consider experience here because I honestly don't remember the last time uh, the Bengals or the Raiders were there and how many people, how many players are on the roster since they've made it, right? So, for me, it came down to ultimately talent and who's the better team. And uh, and I had to go with Cincinnati. I had to go with Cincinnati because of that, just the way that offense looks with Burrow and Mixon and Chase and Higgins and the the uh, Boyd and Boyd. And plus, think of C.J. Uzama as well. That tight end. I think that I think they're going to go out and dominate. I think all that together is going to be too much for that Raiders defense. But uh, you know. One thing to consider here for this game before I get into my score here is I think this game has two coaches two coaches that could easily be selected for coach of the year and Zach Taylor and, and Rich Basaccia. All right. Score prediction, Bengals 28-21. Moving on to the NFC wildcard games. The number two seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the number seven seed Philadelphia Eagles. Who remembers the last time Tom Brady played the Philadelphia Eagles in the postseason? That was in the Super Bowl, and Philadelphia won. The NFC East seems to be Brady's kryptonite within the playoffs, right? Think about it. Two Super Bowls against the Giants, he lost. He lost the Super Bowl to the Eagles, and think about last year. Ultimately, the toughest game for Tampa in the playoffs, Washington. Which is weird to say as a Washington fan. But, don't count out Philadelphia here. I think there is a little bit of a wild card, especially with how, you know, with Jalen Hurts and how athletic he is and how and how good he actually is. I was wrong about him when uh, that was the pick. I did question the pick, though. But I do think Philadelphia could pull this out, but I think they have a really slight chance. Give me the Bucks, 28-14. All right, the number three seed, Dallas Cowboys, against the number six seed, San Francisco 49ers. One of those historical rivalries, Dallas and San Francisco. Whew. Adding another chapter into the fray. This one's tough. But ultimately, what what this decision came down to, again, was kind of like that Cincinnati Raiders game of who do I think is built better, like the roster is built better. And ultimately, I had to go with Dallas. Dak Prescott coming off an you know, awful injury, and Dallas itself was coming off an awful year last year and has come to be pretty strong. Um, this year, but 
I mean, think about this team. You got CeeDee Lamb, you got Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper. Plus, Dalton Schultz has been coming on. You got Dak, you got Tony Pollard, and Zeke. I think that within itself would be too much for the Niners. Give me Dallas 38-35. Big shootout. Moving on to the number four seed Los Angeles Rams against the number five seed Arizona Cardinals. A divisional game. Now, before I get into this game, I do want to state this really quickly. This is a Monday night game. This is completely unfair for these two teams. I hope whoever wins this game gets a Sunday game. No matter what, they have a short week. The NFL should not do this again next year. This is unfair to the teams who are playing on Monday. Let me state that right now. Short week for both teams, no matter what. Either way, this decision came down to, really ultimately, again, who is built better and who doesn't have key injuries at this point. Ultimately, it came down to the Rams. I'm going with the Rams in this one. And a big reason of that, too, is this is the year that they have to win, I feel. This is going to be the year that the Rams have to go to the Super Bowl and win. Because a lot of those guys on that roster, you think about Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. We'll think about Miller and Stafford a little bit more than those other ones. They're a little bit older, right? But they gave up a lot of draft capital for Ramsey. Gave up a lot of draft capital for Stafford. Gave up a lot of draft capital for Von Miller. They have no draft picks. This is going to be critical for them in the future to win because then it won't matter. And if they don't, people are going to look and look at them and say, what are you doing? Even though a lot of people are doing that right now. But I think the Rams win this one. The Cardinals are without DeAndre Hopkins. I think they'll be back anyway. The Cardinals, they got a lot of young studs over there. Uh, and they could be running this division within the next couple of years. Score prediction, 21-14. All right. Next round, we're going up to the AFC. Number one, Tennessee Titans against the number four, Cincinnati Bengals. Boy, this game, oof, this game's tough. Because I do think that Cincinnati offense would be tough for the Titans defense. And Derrick Henry is supposedly supposed to be back for this game. This And that's why that first round bye is huge for Tennessee. I think Tennessee is going to enjoy it. And they're going to enjoy it so much that they're going to win this game. I think Tennessee wins all thanks to Derrick Henry. He's just too tough to stop. He's going to come back better than ever. He's going to be coming back firing off in all cylinders. Just good luck, Cincinnati, if if you're going against Derrick Henry. Score prediction, 27-20. Then we've got the number two Kansas City Chiefs against the number three Bills. Now, the big thing about this game and why I decided to go with the Buffalo Bills in this game is because of the fact that the Chiefs just don't seem like they are the Chiefs of last season or the Chiefs of two years ago. I think they are a little bit easier to beat this year. Now, let alone they are still a very good team. I just don't think they're as dangerous. And that's going to be tough, especially come into a game against what I believe would be a motivated Bills team to prove that they belong. 
Ultimately, I think Josh Allen and Devin Singletary will take over, plus Stephon Diggs. If you guys remember from last season, Stephon Diggs stayed on the field, watched the Chiefs celebrate after that game, and has it has it as really, you know, bulletin board material for him. And the Bills should go out there and beat them again. I'm taking the Bills in this game, 27-17. The NFC second round, number one Packers against the number four Rams. This, For some reason, this game has given me major Stafford Lions vibes. Where Stafford just gives this game away. He's done it multiple games this year. He's thrown awful interceptions. And I think this that this is going to be the game where that happens. And let me just say, you can't do that against the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers will take advantage of every single turnover. And ultimately, I think that's the reason why the Packers win this game. Score 35-14. Nowhere close to a close game. Trust me. That This is what this feels like. Alright. Then you got the number two Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the number three Dallas Cowboys. And I decided with this game, there's a lot to go. There's a lot that goes into it. Right? These two teams played earlier in the year. Tampa Bay won. But, ultimately, what I thought about this game and why I decided to go with Tampa is just because of Brady. Really, just because of Brady. He is the GOAT. He literally is the GOAT. But Dak Prescott, I think, is going to go tick for tack with him. Dak Prescott is going to have a great game against the Bucks. CeeDee Lamb's going to go off. But, ultimately, that defense... Listen, Michael Parsons is great. Javon Diggs has been a great player as well. But when you're playing Brady, that is not enough. Two guys is not enough. And sure, yeah, they have Demarcus Lawrence. But I just don't think it's enough for them to win the game. And the Bucks win in a shootout 38-35. So in the AFC Championship game, I've got the Titans... Versus the Bills. And let me just say this now. Down goes the number one team in the AFC. I've got the Bills. And to me, the key factor here for this game is that when it, is that they're probably going to give the ball to Derrick Henry 40 times in this game. They're barely going to throw this football. Which is not a good thing. Because uh, I think the Bills might not be able to—I mean, the Bills might not be able to tackle Derrick Henry, uh, tackle Derrick Henry. But when the Titans throw, the Bills will know and take advantage, right? And plus, I think the Bills are more. If you look at these two teams, I think the Bills have the more balanced attack which I think will hurt the Titans' defense, and thus, that's why the Bills are going to win this game. Ultimately, it's going to be very close, but the Bills get back into the Super Bowl by winning 24-20. And then, the NFC Championship game. 
the Green Bay Packers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I'm sure right now a lot of you are like, you literally just went shock through the NFC. And for those of you that don't know, shock is literally the higher seed. I know, I know, there could be some possibilities, but that's just how I feel. It's probably going to go chalk. In the AFC, I think there's a lot more chaos that could reign, besides really the Steelers, right? There's more chaos that could reign there, because I got that feeling. For this game, though, you got A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers, against Tom Brady. This is going to be this is going to be a great game. I keep saying that. It's going to be a great game. It really is. But what, what this is going to come down to is the supporting cast of each quarterback. Right? Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, A.J. Dillon, you know, those guys for Aaron Jones for, for the Packers. And then you look at the Bucks, you're thinking Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk. Okay. So which one which one would be a little bit better? Well, right now Tampa's down a couple guys. And will they be able to come back for uh, for this game or for the postseason? And it's going to be key. I think they'll be fine in the first two games. But this is the game where it's going to come to hurt them. Ultimately why I went with the Packers. And the Packers winning 27-20. In which the Super Bowl would be... Representing the NFC would be the Green Bay Packers, and representing the AFC would be the Buffalo Bills. Now, I don't think I had the this matchup going into the season, which is, I think I had maybe the Bills and Rams, I think. Might have had the Bills in here, I'm not too sure. But, what you have to consider with this game is that it's probably going to be... I think this is going to be Aaron Rodgers' last year in the NFL. I don't think it's his last year with Green Bay. I think it's his last year in the league. He wants to go out on top, and he's going to play ultimately balls to the wall, right? And he got the Bills, who really want to get their first Super Bowl for the franchise. Rodgers looking for a second. So... Big, big thing to think about there to where why I think the Bills would be a little bit more motivated in this game. Just a tad bit more motivated while Green Bay, they're still pretty motivated. Give me Green Bay 28, Buffalo 31. Ladies and gentlemen, my prediction for your Super Bowl champs are your Buffalo Bills. Alright. So, Oh, by the way, let me give you a uh, prediction on the Super Bowl MVP. I'm going to go Stefan Diggs, the receiver. So that's it for my playoffs predictions. So now, let's go ahead and get on into my awards predictions. Okay, so the awards that are usually given out are MVP... Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, and Coach of the Year. Those are the ones I'm going to predict, and I'll give who I think will also finish in second, right? So, for MVP, I think it's going to come down to a couple players 
uh, I think the top three that should be in consideration are really Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, and Cooper Cup. Who do I want to win MVP would be Cooper Cup. I don't think he will. He had a great season as a receiver, but ultimately I don't think he's going to get it. And personally, I think MVP is going to go to Aaron Rodgers because it goes ultimately for the past couple years, it's been going to the best quarterback in the league. And I think this year it's definitely been Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, I just, I'm, I, I wouldn't be happy with it, right? I'm not happy with it because Jonathan Taylor had such a great year and Cooper Cup has had such a great year. I think they have more value to their teams than any other, than really Aaron Rodgers does. Because Rodgers has two really good running backs and really, you know, Rodgers will win the Packers games, right? And he's a quarterback, which is expected, which is expected to happen. Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor are skill position players that are going to win their team's games. Running back and receiver. Why can't they win this? Ultimately, I will th- I do think Jonathan Taylor will finish in second for MVP voting. Some people think Brady. I think Jonathan Taylor will finish second for MVP. And for those reasons exactly, I think Rodgers, Offensive Player of the Year, second Jonathan Taylor. Whoever wins Offensive Player of the Year usually, most of the time, is going to win. I think sometimes they're going to win MVP. If it's quarterback, they're winning MVP. That That's my opinion. I do think that the voting for Offensive Player of the Year will be fairly close, and Cooper Cup could win that as well. All right. Defensive Player of the Year is interesting, right? I think undoubtedly it's got to go to TJ Watt. I think it has to. Just because of the fact that he, that he tied Strahan's re- sack record. And that is impressive. And he's got to get it. I don't think there's been, at least this year, a better defender in the NFL. And he is living up to the Watt name. J.J. Watt, you know, is a stud. And I think TJ is better than JJ. So yeah, I think that that's that has to be the pick. Second could really go to any uh second, I think you some people could argue Aaron Donald. I think some people could argue some people could argue certain players, but I think personally Micah Parsons gets second uh for a defense player of the year. Mainly because that what he's done as a rookie has been ridiculous, and he deserves to be in conversations uh, uh, to, to be one of the stud defensive players in the whole league. And that's why I think he'll finish second. Now, for the rookies of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. I'm going to go Jamar Chase, the receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals. Big reason for this is... Go and look at his stats. He is just done. Cr- he's gone crazy in multiple games. He has made ridiculous catches. He has outplayed any offensive rookie this year. He's outplayed the number one overall pick, which is crazy to think about. 
He's outplayed the second overall pick. He's outplayed two top two picks in which are quarterbacks, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. But who finishes second? Ladies and gentlemen, Mac Jones. What he has done with the Patriots has been has been great for the Patriots. He has put them in the spot to make the playoffs. And this is ultimately like, oh God, the Patriots are making the playoffs again. I personally thought that that they weren't going to make the playoffs this year. I didn't think Mac Jones was going to be this good. I mean, it, it is crazy how how impressive he is. So hats off to Mac Jones. Defense rookie of the year. Micah Parsons, I think there's no question about that one. No explanation needed. Second, I couldn't really think of anybody because um, I hadn't really heard of a lot of people. Um, I just ended up going with Pat Patrick Sertain just because I saw somebody go with Patrick Sertain. I have no idea about because really no other defensive rookies you heard about this year. So I just kind of said, Oh, Pat Sertain, he works. All right, comeback player of the year. I think there are two players that you have to consider that either one of the two are going to win, but ultimately I think there is a better story in my winner with Dak Prescott. Just because of the fact that that the Cowboys lost him last year and he comes back firing at all cylinders, he wins the NFC East, he takes them to the playoffs, and has a chance to just go so much further, and and honestly, there's, there's so much more to Dak's story than just that, that I think he deserves to get comeback player of the year. Second, I think, is Joe Burrow. These are the two that are probably going to get it either or, because Burrow tore his ACL and came back and he's done really great for for the Bengals as well. It's got to be one of the two. No one else, I think, is in competition for this award. Then finally, Coach of the Year. I think Coach of the Year, and I don't think it's going to go to this guy. I think it's I think it should go to this guy, but it probably won't be. I'm going to give it to Mike Tomlin. He has put the Steelers in a spot to. <coughs> In which they've made the playoffs. Excuse me. So, I, 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 he has to. He just has to win. He has to win this award with what they've done. Think of what he did last year. Think of what he's done this year. It is so impressive that he has done this. Tomlin deserves this award. However, in second, I think it's going to be a tie. I'm going to start off with Rich Spasaccia. He deserves to be in contention for this award considering what has happened with the Raiders this season. With Gruden being fired and other distractions going on within the organization. He has to be considered. He's, he took over. They struggled. They won games. They're now in the playoffs. I don't know when voting ends for these awards. But should they win against the Bengals, and make a bit of a run, Basaccia deserves the award. That's only, right? 
And the other one is Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals. Reason for that being, his hot seat was so hot that people were saying that he deserves to be fired after the season if they do not do well. And what do the Cincinnati Bengals do? They go out there. They torch the Ravens. They torch the Steelers. And they ran their division. No one thought that was going to happen. Everybody said, Baltimore's going to destroy this conference. Steelers may finish second. Cincinnati's finishing third. Holy crap. Did people get that wrong? Cincinnati wins their division. And to me, looks like one of the better teams in the league. And I think Zach Taylor... It should also be in the conversation for this award, just for all of that. And, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. My NFL awards predictions. Okay, so let's talk about what's going to be in the future for the podcast. So next week, next week's episode, I said it in the intro, is going to be about ultimately why I wasn't uploading and why I left uh, equipment at JMU. I'll go into detail all about that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that episode and hoping you guys really enjoy it. But along with that, I posted up on Facebook earlier today a post of feedback uh, that I want you all to give me some feedback on how the show can improve and how it can get better. Right, uh, I'm really interested in doing that and listening to your criticisms and everything. So, uh, should you decide to comment, and I hope you do, I will try to make those changes. Along with that, I am also interested in what you guys want me to talk about. Feel free to hit me up Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, yep, whatever. Hit me up with ideas to talk about. And uh, I got some ideas that I want to do. There's a series that I'm thinking about doing called WW3IMO where you guys give me a topic and I'll give my opinions on some of it. You guys, you know, say what's your, uh, this throw out country music or this person or this, right? Something along the lines of that. So uh, that's something I that I'll go into. I'm not too sure I'll go back to Design Adult Disney Park. That took a long time. But ultimately, I'm looking forward to getting back thoroughly into this podcast and for it to be around for a while now. So that being said, I hope y'all really enjoyed this episode and I hope y'all have a great weekend.